we weren't actually going to talk about this because I thought there was so much already going on in the world about it that this could be the escape for some people. And so, you know, they could delve into first time parents and they wouldn't have to worry about what's going on in the world right now. But I think that was probably being a little bit ignorant. It's a pretty real thing. It so is real. So <laughs> you can probably guess what we're going to talk about. COVID-19, uh, the coronavirus that has, well, captivated the world in what is happening and also shut down so much of the world. And we sit here in Perth, Western Australia on, uh, what date is it? Sunday the 22nd at six minutes to nine in the morning. And we really don't have any idea what is going to happen. And, you know, so many people are feeling anxious and scared. And um, I think more than anything, it is the unknown. And it's this invisible thing that no one can see, but it's killing people all around the world. And it really does feel like a movie. Yeah, I think for me, it certainly doesn't feel like it's settled in and it's real. You know, these sorts of things usually happen abroad, but it's happening everywhere in the world. Mm. So very surreal. Well, we are going to delve into it, but um, I know we have a lot of brand spanking new parents that listen to this podcast, first time parents, pregnant women and fathers to be. And this must be one of the fucking hardest times that you must be going through right now because you're shit scared to become a parent as it is, let alone with what's happening in the world, with so much of it happening in hospitals that the fear in you must really be something right now. And so I guess this podcast is to let you know that you aren't alone um, and we are with you. And if you need any support, please message us and get around First Time Parents, our Facebook group, um, because we've had lots of new people this week. So welcome to you all, because I know that there is so much support and encouragement and beautiful, loving people in there. And so I really, really encourage you to get around it. And welcome to First Time Parents. This is our podcast that we set up um, to talk about and document our life as parents um, in all its shitty and glorious moments. And right now it is a really shitty moment, I think, for, well, everyone. Parents or not parents, yeah. Yeah, for everyone in the world. But um, thank you so much for all your ratings and reviews that are coming through, especially the five-star ones. Um, like I said, we have had so much love around this podcast at the moment. And I guess for us to be able to sit here and just before we started, Griffo, I got a little bit emotional because I've just seen our Prime Minister of Australia speak. And I just said to him, I'm getting scared. And you said, that's okay. We're going to sit down. I'm going to do our therapy session. So here we are. <laughs> so here we are. Um, but before we get into things, a big shout out to Kakuna Baby. Um, if you want to follow them online, you can at kakunababy.au. That's their Instagram. Um, or get around them at kakunababy.com.au. And um, you can get 15% off if you use the code Heidi. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's a cool little baby nest. How would you describe it, babe? Because we actually had one for Memphis. It was, um, or, or it is like a like a cocoon. Yeah. Like it really is. It's sort of, it's got like a, a mesh on the inside and the baby just sits in there and it feels, uh, I presume it sort of mimics like being in the, ba- mm. in the belly of the mum. Like a, um, yeah, you're sort of floating. And yeah. Memph really enjoyed it. He slept so well in it. Uh, we... Unfortunately, they do grow out of them pretty quick. But for those first few, I think we got him four, four months. Mo- so it's zero to four months. And we've um, got the whole four months. If your baby's quite long, you might find it be a bit shortened. But if they're a bit shorter, you might get a bit longer time out of them. Yeah. But it, it did work wonders. And the good thing is it's small. It's easy to like take to your 
parents or your friend's house. Maybe not now because we're not oh. really getting out that much. But, you know, we found that we could take it with us anywhere and it would sleep like a dream. He absolutely loved it. And we got around it because of his reflux. And then I was really worried about flathead um, for him. And that was one of the things that said so. It was... Um, designed by a pediatric uh, physio in France. So there you go. If you want to get around it, make sure you Google it because they are quite interesting even just to look at. Um, But jump online, (sighs) cocoonababy.com.au. Okay, where do we we start? start? Well, like you said, we we literally were just uh, watching the news and Mm. we've obviously got the latest update, which it's... hasn't changed too much. We've got to have about, I think, a metre and a half distancing from everyone. Um... Which that's the the big action at the moment. There's no quarantine or shutdown just yet. Potentially regional will start or some areas within Australia. It won't be a blanket as to what ScoMo said. But I guess for me, it still doesn't feel real. But at the same time, the more and more you watch TV, the more and more you think that, right, there's only going to be one outcome here and that is to go into lockdown. So I think... You but know. the Prime Minister keeps saying that we're not here in Australia and we're seeing what's going on in Italy uh, and now Spain and UK is heading for more of a lockdown while restaurants, cafes, all that kind of stuff is closed. But for me, I feel like maybe there's a lot of people and I'm seeing a lot of friends on social media be really vocal about this um, and it's called flattening the curve. I don't know if you've heard that, but, like, you know, the graph of where you can see the increase of, what you know, what's happening so for us to flatten the curve, they're really saying you need to self-isolate. So I've had friends that are really pissed off that people are still going out. Um, and, you know, especially here in Australia just this weekend, people were at the beaches and parks like and not obeying by the 1.5. And I even feel like I'm guilty of it sometimes, not even thinking about it, that it's just, do you know what I mean? I spend a lot of time at home anyway. And I think that's like as a new parent, especially, you know, the stay at home, whether it's the mum or dad, they're already hugely isolated. Like, so I feel like for me, I am sometimes, unless I'm watching the news a lot, I, um, unless I'm watching the news a lot, you I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> well, I, I'm actually quite isolated as it is. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. And so, but now as things are starting to heat up and like I said, I'm following a lot of friends and stuff and seeing a lot of friends get really passionate about it going like, Think about the lives that, you know, because you could be feeling fine. And this is the thing about Corona is you could be feeling fine, and, but you, could, but you could be carrying it. Yeah. And I just read this thing just before saying that, like, we're heading into be what's worse in Italy. And I don't want to fear people because I don't, each, each I'm already fucking their own. scared at times <laughs> and I'm feared myself, you know. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I just think, I think. Maybe isolation probably would be the best, but the thing is, if we don't all do it, it's. I feel like it's a bit pointless, you know. Like, but why? If like there's some people, because are- if they still have it, and then we isolate for a few weeks, say two weeks, that seems to be the magic number. Then we come out of isolation, and then we run into someone that's got it that hasn't been isolating. Well, then it's just going to keep living. But you, if you have had it and you've isolated yourself for two weeks, yep. then hopefully you've got rid of it. So you're correct. One less I person. Think, yeah, and that's what's so happening. So there at the is moment. a point. But you're saying everyone isolate. Well, I'm saying. Oh, not everyone. No, people but I'm just saying if they even if they it. yeah, but and that's what they're doing. Yeah, for people that potentially have. Symptoms? No, 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 no. People are staying home that don't even have symptoms. That's what I'm saying. So how long and are they prepared? Are saying, well, I think people are saying, like, we need to fucking be serious. And I'm sorry that I'm swearing, but, like, that's what they're saying. They're getting really passionate. 
Yeah, and and that's all good. But the thing is, is that just word of mouth, I think the government's the only one that can drive this for everyone to get on board because just word of mouth, it's only going to travel so far. And a lot I think of people don't not, even like what the government are doing. They think that well, Scott Morrison isn't doing enough here in Australia. You're always going to get both sides. You're going to get people that are saying what he's doing is great because he's keeping the doors, like or not the doors, businesses open. But then you're going to have people that are saying, oh, this is pathetic. We need to be acting more harshly and more well, aggressively towards the situation. I see both sides. Mm. You know, we'll look back in six, 12 months, two years, five, ten Some years. Some people won't Who go, knows? babe, because they're dying. Well, there's a lot of people dying every day, every year from all sorts of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I, that was me who was saying that at the start. I was saying that at the start of but Corona. It, is, it won't it get true. us, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so think about Italy, right? So they went into lockdown, I think it's 18 days ago when we've recorded this podcast. Um, so eight, so three weeks ago, they went into lockdown. Their numbers have been the worst hit at the moment and they've been in lockdown. So I guess perspective, right? What is going to happen to us in Australia if we're seeing the same numbers now in the early days that in three weeks' time and we've still stayed out, our number's going to be tr- like triple Italy's? Yeah, I don't know the full numbers stuff of everything because there's obviously numbers of cases, but then it's also the uh, the growth rate and that. And I know ScoMo was saying before that Australia is probably one of the least, the smallest in the world. I think he said 0.7%, mm. something, you know, minute to compared to everywhere else. So, you know, that's what I mean. I don't know the full stats. And there is a lot, obviously, to... Um, take into account but yeah i mean how, how would you feel of going you know locked down for two weeks there's obviously there's a bit of fear there of i going, feel like it should be three weeks because apparently sometimes that some doctors are saying that two to three weeks two to yeah. three weeks so, so mate, you if you're going to do three. it do it properly exactly do you, know you don't what I mean? go let's do it on the least side and and there's a part of me that doesn't want to go into lockdown because I just feel for all these small businesses and everything that need to keep going and the stimulus packages yeah, there. I which know. Are, I mean that might not mean the world, but it's still something. And that's where I think the government is doing a good chunk. And I really sway sometimes between like everything is fine, I'm so positive, I'm happy, I'm this, I'm that. I'm doing things to keep my mind and and body healthy because of my mental health and I've got to be the best mum for Memphis because he, you know, I've got to stay positive, this, that, or and then there are other moments that I'm like, oh fuck the world's over. Oh God, yeah. Like I mean, at the end of the day it's the world isn't over. It's going to take a massive hit. You know, also, we're going to have a lot of lives that are going to be lost. But also, the roll-on effect is the economy, and the world's feeling it big time, and that's going to be around for a long time. What about the future of our baby boy? Like, do you know what I mean? And the future of all these other babies, and the uncertainty for all these pregnant mums and um, new fathers to be and new parents. Like heaps of fear. It's so, and I guess. That was something I spoke about on my Instagram this week. I just had to film a video. You'd gone to work and I was really, I I was in that space of like, oh my gosh, just thinking about all these mums, especially because, you know, when, like I was saying, you're quite isolated as it is, but you're already worried about people coming into your house and stuff because of new diseases and all this shit with the, with newborns. And then, you know, you've, but you've got like support through mums groups and nurses and all that kind of thing. And you've got family around you. Some people's family can't even be around them in hospitals. You're only allowed one person with you at the moment. And that's usually your partner. Um, you know, like, but women and men are going to be cut off even more so I think I wanted to be like we all need to stay connected and you know as much as people see 
Instagram and Facebook and all that as negativity. I think really now we need to change the story with that and, and you know, the story in our head saying it's not negative and really get positive on social media because that is going to be a huge way that we connect if we're all isolating ourselves and, you know, keeping the distance and especially for new parents. Definitely. You know, there's a, a huge online scene of communication and, and, you know, sometimes it can be negative, but I think for this scenario, it's brilliant. You know, mm. you can FaceTime, you can text, you can call, you know, you can still have that interaction. Obviously, you're not as good as being one-on-one or, you know, hand-in-hand. But at least you still got that. So, do you? So, I've got a question for you because I know you've been a huge support for me over the years and really tried to understand me with my anxiety. And you've, you know, we've implemented different things and stuff. But I know a lot of people suffer from anxiety, and there is a lot of anxious people right now. And mental health of people has never been more important because of what we're all going through. And you will see the irrationality on a lot of people in the shops, right? The panic buying is probably a lot to do with anxiousness and, you know, because the fear is being driven into them, the unknown, this, that. The unknown, I think, is definitely the biggest thing, yeah. Can you you understand my anxiousness? Can you understand other people's anxiousness? Like, have you, can you, like, do you really get it? Well... Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think I'm anxious as well because, mm. you know, it's everywhere. Like you said, you're a bit isolated. I'm, I'm going to work and I work for a medium-sized business and they've got, um, you know, a lot at stake. And, you know, we've put in a few um, plans to keep things as stable as we can. We're confident that things will keep going ahead and that's all we can do uh, until, you know, say the government shut things down. But, you know, I am around it a lot, so it's there. It's constantly there. Every time I turn on the TV in the morning, it's all there. And a mate of mine, he said he's not listening to the news anymore because it is. It does become a bit too much. You do carry that weight constantly 24-7, you know. So well, I, I found- definitely do feel anxious about the whole situation. I don't think it's as bad as maybe some. Um, but then there's some people that are probably completely oblivious to it or don't really feel like it's anything they need to worry about and I guess kudos to them because they're probably living a bit better. However, if it does ramp up to something like Italy, then everyone will be feeling it 100%. What are you worried about? Because the other night you started worrying me when you were asking me questions and I can't even remember if you'd had a couple of beers or not, but you started asking me, like, how does Mel feel? How does your mum feel? How does, um, you know, like, what are you going to do if one, if we get it? Like, what do we do? Like, blah, 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 Like, you just really start. And I was like, whoa, it was the first time it hit me that I was like, oh, Griffo's actually quite worried about this. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think so- I was a bit worried the other day, and I guess it is a bit of a roller coaster. And like you said, you know, there's going to be times that you feel isolated and other times you'll jump online and then you'll read stuff and you're like, holy shit, that could be us, you know. I've got family in Milan and obviously they're being hit pretty hard with it. So, and they're older you know, as well. Um, you know, I really do feel for them and anyone really in the world right now I feel sorry for, but particularly them because I have a connection with them. But I guess the other day, yeah, like I said, I probably felt a bit more anxious and they're, they're questions that you may not need to ask now, but maybe in time you may do, you know. I mean, we're lucky that we've got each other um, and, you know, like... Your mate Mel, she's you know she's a single mum. So I think I was just thinking of her. Your folks have got a business, a restaurant, you know, a, a mm. cafe. It's sort of, you know, they're the places that are going to suffer. The small businesses. Mel's got her own yoga studio. People are going to go. Well, I don't want to be around sweaty people and in close proximity and in an enclosed area. So those businesses are really going to get hit hard. And I guess I was just thinking, shit. You know, we know I know people that are in that position and. 
they're closer to you than they are to me. And I thought, well, it'd be interesting to know your take, mm. you know. And What you, scares you the most? Oh, I guess obviously death, like worst case scenario. Uh, I mean, my parents are abroad at the moment. They're in They're co- trying to Costa get Rica. They had massive issues before they left. They stuffed up their visa. They end up changing their plan and then they decided to go via Italy on the way home to see mum's sister. And um, now they're in South America. They're not going to Italy, obviously, because the borders are shut. They're trying to scramble to get home, cut their holidays short. Um, all the airlines are shutting down. Australians are allowed back in Australia, but for how long are they going to shut the borders for good for an X amount of time? Um, you know, mum and dad obviously will have to go into isolation when they come home. That's completely fine. But, you know, it's a long haul from South America back to Perth. Mm. And, you know, even I had a message from mum this morning. She said, you know, one of the airlines said, well, no, they can't do what they were going to do because they're going to have to pick up their luggage at an airport and then transfer and they said well no the borders are shut so they've managed to work something out with a different airline but until they're home until they're back on home uh, soil we still don't know and i would be even happy if they got to any other state do you know what i mean like oh any other part of the country yeah just back in oz but you know i i guess i don't worry about it too much but anything can change at the drop of a hat, you know, mm. it really can. And I guess that's another big fear. So I think first and foremost is everyone's health. Then my parents, you know, getting home. And then closely after that is the economy, you know. Worst case scenario, we could lose our job. Well, you know? people have already lost their jobs, e- Exactly, you know. Um, there seems to be a massive help uh, from the banks with either stalling people's repayments or uh, interest rates are dropping dramatically. So I think that's great that everyone's coming together. And I think... There is a good sense, or I have have a good sense that the government's doing the best they can, and also the banks are helping out because money is a stressful thing. We we got health issues, and then on top of that, financial issues. It's a lot going on, and you know, unfortunately, there's going to be people that aren't going to handle that, mm. you know, and, and that's scary, you know, and they <laughs> may not be able to get the help that they need. Um, mentally you know yeah. for their mental health well and i think that's like for me what i what i want to talk about the mental health side because i was I, i've definitely been ignorant to it and be like it's not going to be that bad here i'm going to just live life as normal it's business as usual blah 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 obviously with extra clean hands and sanitizer um and you know trying to find toilet paper like with within all that like do you know what i mean i'm trying to live as normal as possible but Definitely this week when I'm seeing friends and everyone start to isolate and I've got friends who have got immune diseases and that and they're fully quarantined and how pissed off they're getting that people are being so ignorant and stuff, I'm starting to think, am I still a bit ignorant and am I still living in the clouds? But I don't know, like my head in the clouds or head in the sand, whatever it's called, but I don't know if that's part of me coping. Do you know what I mean? That I'm pretending that everything's okay and I'm trying to be positive because... I don't want to crumble for our family, but also because I've got this beautiful Facebook community here with first-time parents, but also like with my community that I've built online and I want to be there for everyone else. Do you know what I mean? Because I've always led the way with talking about mental health. And so I realized this week how important it was to talk about this. So I needed to get my head out of the sand or, you know, and stop living in the clouds like in airy fairyland. And I needed to really have some home truths this week. I think the best thing you can do is do your own research and do what you think's best until we are advised by the government. No matter what you do, 
there's always going to be someone that's going to agree and disagree. They're going to say, don't isolate because then that means you're not going out and spending money at the local cafe and keeping their business ticking along. There's going to be people that yeah, are Yeah, but saying, you've still got to be 1.5 metres. That's right, <laughs> and you can do that. But then there's going to be people who say, you shouldn't be out there, you should be at home isolating, then the businesses suffer. So you, like what I'm trying to say is that there's always going to be two sides of the coin. You're never going to please everyone. Mm. You know, you can do your best and... That's, I guess, go by what the government's uh, informing us to do. That's that's where I'm at. You know, I trust our government as much as you can trust the government. Um, you've got to have some sort of trust there. What about like, so, you know, the, the, the thing is, I guess they're wanting us all to um, get indoors as well because our, our health system, we don't have enough room in the health systems. And so what's happening in Italy right now, and this is the really, really fucked thing, and same in Spain now, I think, is they're having to let old people die because they've got to cho- they're choosing the young people or people with immune diseases or you know and that's why they so they've got to so if say if you got it and then someone with an immune disease and there was only one bed left and there was only you know enough doctors and nurses they would choose you like how does that make you feel like do you know what I mean oh, it's we're going, terrible and but because people are still going out so I think that's why I was starting to really think well fuck maybe we all need to take this a bit more seriously. Yeah, and that's why I say you can't control people. I mean, the only way that they can control it is when the government implements something. Ah, oh, you're such a government boy today, aren't you? But Jesus. think about it. Like, that's what I said why, at the start. Aren't you a man of the people? Well, of course I am. I'll do what I'm told by the government. When have you ever done what you were told by the government? Well, I don't know if you've known, but I've never been in this situation before. <laughs> But I guess I that, want... You know, because people don't like getting told what to do, right, until it becomes law or enforced. So people always do what they want to do. That's what I'm saying. So we could go ahead and start living at home and not getting out and about. Not Which supporting, would probably not, help. Not supporting the little businesses. You know, like what... I don't... I can see it flattening the curve a little bit, but we all or nothing. We all need to jump on. So it. is like yeah. Anyway, I don't want this to turn into to a political a debate. debate. <laughs> um, because I guess I want to quarantine myself from you because you're annoying me. <laughs> I wanted like for people to understand and like when I spoke about anxiety on my Instagram this week and um, a lot of people, like I said, don't really understand it and the panic that people are going through and the fear. And I guess I just wanted people to understand that when you are anxious, it's, you know, it can be many, many different things. And it can be like that your brain is on a crazy merry-go-round, just going around and around in your head. And some people feel it just on a tiny little, you know, um, spectrum when, you know, they've had a few drinks and, you know, you question what you've said and you can't let that go. And it's, and some people really are petrified of dying and the unknown and stuff. So they're on these vicious um, merry-go-rounds in their head right now. And then, you know, some of the side effects are panic attacks, um, irrational thinking, fear, anger. Anger's a big one. So we're seeing more people that are angry. And, you know, that is a sign of anxiety. Like I know yeah. for me, I struggle a lot with anxiety and mine came out a lot as anger. Um, and, you know, then you've got like the sweaty palms, sweaty back, which is a big one for me, the facial tremor, um, not really being able to, um, some people freeze and not being able to communicate and that kind of thing and they withdraw and then you'll, you'll see signs of moodiness, depression and all that kind of thing. So I guess I wanted to let other people know that they aren't alone right now and a lot of people are going to be experiencing things with their mental health and some people might not never have ever experienced these irrational crazy thoughts before and to everyone else they are crazy and they are irrational but to you they're very real. Yeah. And that's what I guess I wanted to, you know what I mean? Like, so 
it's easy for us to go, it's going to be okay, don't worry about it and try, and we are trying to be positive and stuff. But I just guess I wanted to say to you that it is okay if you're feeling all this stuff. Yeah, and like you said, I think um, people that don't really suffer from mental health will potentially off the back of this feel those feelings. Or they're living with someone and they can't comprehend it at all. Yeah. And so, they're, so I just want you to understand a little bit that what might seem irrational to you or crazy or like what, they're a bit, they're a bit moody or this or that or their behaviour is different is because there's probably a lot going Processing on. Processing things differently. Yeah, a, yeah. There is a hell of a lot going yeah. on. And I know for me that's why I thought I could offer some um, tips and advice on things. And, you know, I'm no health professional at all, but having lived it for the last, you know, um, five years publicly uh, owning my anxiety and before that it was a dark battle on my own but not really understanding not really understanding yeah. it and you know i've implemented things in my life and even if you are in isolation or you're quarantined you can really still look after your mental health and i guess that's why and you say if we are all heading that way and, and even right now i've just been cut off from a lot of community and stuff physical community um i wanted people to think about these things that they could do and so i thought maybe i could share some tips and advice of the things that i do which is like meditation is a big one and it's you know so simple and a lot of people go oh i can't meditate but just having that time like you're if one you of got, those if you got time now on your on... but even like 10 minutes everyone should have 10 but, minutes in their day yeah but you know if we are going to go into isolation and that there's a lot of time there that you go try new things like you can do exercise okay you mightn't be able to go out for a run yeah especially if you're in a little apartment or something you can still do some online um workouts well this is it you know? so insight timer for meditation and you don't have to to have you don't have to get rid of your thoughts that's there is simple right now just put some guided meditation on there's a lot around anxieties um letting go all that kind of stuff and just giving yourself that space and time to listen and the way that i always talk about meditation is think of yourself on a platform and all the trains are your thoughts you want to basically watch all those trains go past and you know if you do get on the train of thought which happens to the best of us, you know, everyone, you want to observe them, get on the train, get off at the next platform. So basically just bring yourself back and go, okay, yep, I'm thinking about that. I don't need to be stuck on that vicious merry-go-round again and just be the observer of your own thoughts. And like you said, exercise, you love getting out and going for a run. Whereas I've always, you know, for the last few years, because I don't like to put the pressure on myself because I exercise for my mental health now rather than (laughs) for calories, which what used to always be about, um, I just put whatever I'm feeling on YouTube and I Google it. I go 10-minute workout, 20-minute workout, third yep. yoga. Yoga, there's, there's a lot. So It's free as well, free. Exactly. It's not like you get a subscribe and, you know, got an annual fee. So yeah. there are plenty of things. And I think there's going to be some interesting quirks and new inventions, you oh, know. I've got one, that, that a guy that – so his name's – he's called The Body Coach. Some people love him, some people hate him. Um, and he's from the UK. He's now – because obviously so many people are staying home with their kids. He's now doing PE 9 a.m. live UK time, I think, every day. So PE with Joe. And he's doing like a PE class. So you'll you do little workouts there's- with him and stuff. So there's so many things that you can do for free. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting things that will come out of this. Um, you know, some good things because obviously when people do have time on their hands, that can be mm. that can be good and bad. But, yeah, I think there's going to be some interesting quirks that come out of it. Um, there's also, like, I love to go to the beach and do my gratitude in the morning with Memphis. Like, we go try and go for a walk most mornings. And obviously if we get cut off from that, we won't be able to do it. But 
gratitude is a big one. And I always talk about when I do my run my workshops and all the stuff that I'm doing at the moment on my secret project and stuff, I'm, I'm calling it like change the story. So basically every time you kind of maybe feel a negative thought or you start to get overwhelmed or whatever, bring yourself back by what, you know, with a really positive thought and outlook on it. So right now, none of us can control what's happening. But we can control our actions and we can control our choices. And so, and you can control your thoughts that way. Do you know what I mean? So if you are in that overwhelmed merry-go-round, you can start to think, okay, what are the things that bring me joy? What are the things that make me feel good? Is it my baby? Is it my being little kid? Moment. Is it being, yeah. And so gratitude is a really big one. And like kind of setting your intentions for the day, like how, you know, how do you want the day to look? Do you know what I mean? How do you want to feel? How do you want to, and you can actually, and it, but it does take work because a lot of people go, you try it once and they go, it didn't work, it didn't work. Rah, rah. Yeah, it's but not it like takes, it's, yeah. hasn't, I've been doing it for years now, haven't I? And every day I say, even if you spend five minutes a day towards your mental health, I guarantee in a week, you will feel like a different person. Yeah. Five to ten minutes a day. That's not much. No. And, like, I think being kind to yourself if you're isolating yourself from the rest of the world and trying not to beat yourself up. Like, you know, I think a few people are probably drinking a bit more because the kids might be around or they're stressed or whatever. Um, you know, you're eating probably shittier foods because you can't be bothered. You're more emotionally eating. because everyone's stopping Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a really really big time to actually be kind to yourself and um, try not to get stuck in your head because you've got enough stuff going on as it is. Yeah, I, I think um, also another good thing to maybe do if we do have to go into isolation, you could do online courses. Oh. You can upskill yourself. Yeah. You if, know? Yeah. I don't know. You could bloody clean your house from top to bottom. There's a lot of little... Oh, I'm actually... I can't of, wait to finish my book. There's a lot of things that, you know, and maybe even if you don't have any ideas or, I don't know, maybe purchase just a couple little things that you might like projects or something mm. like that just as a backup plan. So, you know, it's it's going to get boring, I think, but at least you can try now and prep yourself if that does happen you've got something to look forward to yeah. something that you don't normally do read get some extra books or something well, i don't know and step saying, outside of the norm saying that you can buy books online so you don't have Perfect. to worry about you know going to a shop or whatever copy, i yeah. i read a lot of books on my phone now on like the little phone kindle and have you seen our bookshelf i'm obsessed with self-help books and if you're if you're if your mental health is important for you right now read some self-help books read some like listen to some podcasts watch some amazing coaches and mentors and stuff online that's what i do and they're all free watch every episode on uh, netflix or something <laughs> you know you watch your trash tv like you know and 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 i think a big thing is stay connected like as, you're gonna say steak and eggs <laughs> no stay connected and that is like if you're really feeling it please reach out and i think you know having a community like we do the our first time parents facebook i have really noticed this last week and a half when things have ramped up around this that everyone is getting around each other and there's some amazing uh, men and women in that group first-time parents and sometimes parents of you know a few kids that are really supportive and showing everyone their support and so I urge you to find a community online that you can talk to it doesn't have to be first-time parents it could be one that you find for anxiety depression um you know mother of kids like a workout one like you know whatever um but I know for me what I'm going to be doing on my channels in the next couple of weeks is 
being there for you and knowing that you aren't alone. And also we're going to do some funny shit as well because we like to make our funny little videos. Yeah, it doesn't always it, need to be serious. And I, I do think keeping humour at this time is, and there's a lot of funny memes going around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think like keeping your sense of humour as well. And, you know, like we, High had, spirits. we yeah. had a bit of fun yesterday. Like we went out, well, we didn't go out, sorry, we stayed in, but you went and got, um, some seafood and some more. We needed some groceries for the house. And, you know, we took the piss a little bit and pretended like we were living the high life, like with our oysters and prawns and Moe champagne that we'd had as a bottle from our wedding, which is nearly two years ago. And we just kind of pretended that we were living the high life yesterday and, yeah. you know, had a good laugh and um, we're just we're making the most of each other's company. Yeah, and I think that's important, you know, just checking in with one another, like you say, keep keep um, a bit of humour around, which is always good. So, Any final yeah. thoughts from um, Dr. Phil? Uh, no, I'm, I'm doctored. No, I just think, yeah, it's try and stay positive. Uh, uh, you know, do keep up to date with the news with, you know, maybe not every day. But oh, I was just... going to – sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was just going to say you saying that maybe like finding an outlet that you really trust and like. Like I've just found a podcast called Cornercast – um, which is an ABC one, and it's like the guy's a scientist and then she works for the ABC and they just bring you a lot of facts and same with the BBC one. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, no, I, I think it is good to stay in touch with the news. Um, yeah, you don't have to do it every day, but I think you still need to be a little bit understanding and respectful to the people. Um, but, respectful to who? Well, one another, like, because if you just go, no, nah, I'm just going to do it all. Oh, yeah, you know? okay, so sorry. I, think gotta, I was, like, respectful you know. to the news channels. <laughs> no, no, God, no. <laughs> they're half the bloody trouble. But, well, you know, sometimes the other day, there's fear-mongering, we, we, isn't we, we do need to keep up to speed with what's going on in the world and in our country because mm. I think there's a bit of respect there. But, yeah, um, stay positive. We'll come out of it all right. It's going to be a bit of a rough ride. But, yeah. Keep and in touch with one another. Yeah, wherever you are in the world, because I know we've got people that listen to this all over Abroad. the world. We've got a lot of people here in Western Australia and Australia, um, but we have like an amazing community. And like I said, it's become like a bit of a following with first time parents. And uh, like I said, I just want you to know that you aren't alone. I'm feeling every kind of feel. Like I said, I'm sometimes got my head in the sand and then sometimes I'm um anxious as hell but like we're with you and if you want to reach out make sure you get around our facebook group first time parents or like i said find us um on social media underscore at, uh, at underscore heidi anderson and stay safe everyone and try and stay as positive as you can and sending you lots of love massive shout out to kakuna baby um if you do want to get around around them they do have 15 percent off um with the code Heidi. So awesome little nest for the baby for life after the birth for the first three to uh, four, three to four months for flathead reflux problems. But yeah, massive shout out to those guys. Lots of love, everyone. See ya.